story today we're going to talk about is this Democrat's dismissive attitude towards just the average American. I'm telling you, it's going to cost them in November of this year, big time. People are getting sick of this. They really are. <clears throat> I mean, if you, if you saw it, and you may not have, on Friday or Saturday, I can't remember which it was, Jen Psaki, you know, Peppermint Patty, a press secretary, stood up there and said that, uh, uh, you know, basically the Democrats, now she was, she was quoted out of context. I will give her that. But I don't know which is worse. The, the statement in context or the state of out of context? Because basically what she was telling everybody is just, you know, shut up. You know, you got a problem, just shut up. Take a kickboxing class and have a margarita this week and go back to work on Monday. And basically, it was, it was just dismissive attitude, a terribly dismissive attitude. And it, coming from an elitist, too. Oh, my gosh. Self-centered, egomaniacs. These people are, it's the party of the elites anymore. The Democrats are. They're, they're, they're what I call them as limousine liberals. Yeah. I mean, th th this is a symptom of a larger problem. And it's all over this, this party. All over it. You go down the list of the governors in the country, uh, people who have been caught not masking when they should. They're almost always, almost always Democrats. Yes. Yeah, I mean, now, what she did say, and I'll give her this, I'll give her a break on this, because what she was saying was, because the bills were not passed, um, the uh, Build Back Better, and the ability to do away with the filibuster, those did not go through. So she was saying, okay, Dems, lick your wounds, you know, chill out, take a kickboxing class to maybe release some of the uh, you know, violence you may have built up inside of you and then get drunk, basically, and be back to work on Monday, okay? Now, if I was a, if I was a Democrat, I would be totally pissed off by that statement because you're dismissing me as the worker bees, okay? Okay. It's inexcusable. It really is. And she's getting a lot of flack for it. But at the end of the day, this is what they believe. This is how they look at the world. You are nothing more than a cog in a larger machine. You're not even, you're just, you are an insignificant speck on the ass of the world. All right. That's basically what it is. You should do what we tell you, live with it, drink a little bit, and get over it. That is not going to play well with the American middle class. The average Joe, as I dare I say, out there, is not going to take well to this. Because this dismissive attitude, I mean, have you noticed, and it's just really kind of creepy, have you noticed that when Biden has asked a serious question, he gives you that eerie smile? He shows his teeth, he cocks his head to the left, and looks at you like, you're a complete moron for even asking that question. It's so dismissive. And have you noticed that when he whispers, it's always to a woman reporter? Very weird. Very weird indeed. Okay? Now, this used to be the, you know, when I say the liberal, lim, uh, limousine liberals, this used to be the neocons, the Democrat, or the Republican Party. But Trump's primary in these guys. He's got the time, he's got the money, he's got the organization. He's going to primary these neocons and get them the hell out of there. And the rhinos. That's what he's working on. Him and Steve Bannon, they're working on getting, tossing these people out. So, you know, this, this is the kind of thing. Ma and Pa, little 
little storefront is becoming a thing of the past. It's becoming pre-Reagan, okay? That doesn't exist anymore in the Democratic uh, world. It just doesn't. You have to be a big box store, lots going on, billions coming in, billions going out, and you have to, you have to support us so that all the, the scummy, smelly people who shop at Walmart and, uh, uh, and uh, you know, they, they are, they're just, they're not worth anything. We don't even need them. We can work this show without them. Well, I got news for you, you can't. Because Trump came along, right? And talking about a complete about face, I mean, he gave tax, tax breaks for the middle class, which he did. Don't, don't, don't argue with that. He did, in fact, give tax breaks to the middle class. He didn't start any new wars. And he upheld the educational system with no CRT, okay? And speaking of the, the uh, well, the Dems, in a, as, a, as a general rule, are complete idiots when it comes to how you get people on board with you, okay? Dismissing them and calling them names, I believe uh, Ms. Clinton referred to a large segment of the population as deplorables, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, that's no way to win, and, uh, win, win friends and influence people. It's really not. They, they could lose so massively in November. I don't think that cheating is even going to help. I really don't. I, I think that it's going to be overwhelming. I could be wrong, but if things don't change between now and November, and I don't think they're going to because the economy's in the, in the crapper right now, and I don't give me that crap about uh, we've created more jobs. No, you're not. You have a net zero amount of jobs. I saw Nancy Pelosi showing it on a chart the other, the other day. Lost 6 million jobs cr- and supposedly created 4 million. So she's bragging about this 4 million jobs they created. Well, here's the funny thing. Those jobs weren't created. People just went back to work. There's a big difference between a job being created and someone just going back to work. So they have actually a net zero loss on uh, jobs. And, and they don't want to talk about that because that, that would make them look bad. They, wanna, they want to, you know, pose this as some kind of mystical thing that they've been able to create all these jobs. It's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. There's still 15% less people in the workforce right now. But getting back to the, the educational thing, uh, let's see. We're being, you know, we're being warned by the mainstream media. Uh, they're even being warned by the mainstream media. I'm sorry. The, uh, the Democratic Party is being warned by, warned by the mainstream media to lay off the parents. Come on. You know? You, You've got the ACLU coming out, and now, which is, by the way, a leftoid group. My God, they used to be. They used to be something. They're nothing anymore. But they actually came out against curriculum transparency. Now, that means what they're saying is they're not going to help parents go up against the big unions, the educational unions, the teachers, the uh, schools, because te- you know, parents want to know what's in their curriculum. They want to be able to, to go over it online, if nothing else. Maybe, maybe know what's going to be taught in their schools. But ACLU is coming out against that. And not only that, but the FBI is making people who show up at uh, teacher, or parent-teacher uh, conferences, well, not only parent-teacher conferences, but school board meetings, they're wanting to make these, guys, these people out to be domestic terrorists. And you're talking about the average American here, okay? The average American here. And you're pissing those people off. It's, it's, I, I don't know, I don't know how these people are going to be able to, to, to garner any kind of support whatsoever. 
there is always someone out there who has a child in school, be it a grandparent, a parent, it doesn't matter. It could be an uncle, an aunt, and they find out that, the, you know, that your, your school is teaching something in their, in their curriculum that's just absolutely outlandish and a, and a complete bald-faced lie, people are not going to like that. And they don't want to find out after the fact either. They want to know ahead of time. And I don't blame them. You know, I mean, the Dems used to say that the GOP hates science, right? We were book burners, and I'm not a, Dem- I'm not a Republican, don't get me wrong. I was one of this group at one point. I remember, I remember the GOP getting mad about certain, certain books that were in libraries. But this is ridiculous. This is going way off to the to the left side. You're 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 telling te- you're telling peach you're basically telling parents that their children don't belong to them anymore. They belong to the state. This is this is what this is getting at. And what's funny is, do you know that we spend more per child uh, for education? in the United States than any other country in the world. And still we have spelling and grammar capabilities right now, the, the children do, of, of a chimpanzee. We really do. If you've ever seen any of the instant you know, text messages from children, it's horrible. Spelling's bad, uh, grammar's off. They can't even spell at all. They, they, they uh, you know, use, use uh, well, I mean, like LOL instead of laugh out loud. I mean, it's, it's, it's ridiculous. I, I got one the other day. I couldn't even make heads or tails out of it. Yeah. We, we've been reduced to an instant messaging society. And, and then they wonder why TikTok takes off. Okay. Most children today have an attention span of an autistic gnat for the most part. They just, they just don't get it. They have not been taught how to do this. I mean, think about it. Uh, multiplication tables. Add and subtract tables. You know, what's five times four? What's well, ten minus three? Yeah, that should come into your head immediately. You can't do that anymore. They don't teach that anymore. They just don't. Yeah, it, it's it's. They just they do not fulfill the basics of an education. You ask anybody in this country if you're sending your children to a public school, you're going to you're going to get stories from them about how horrible it is. And don't get me wrong, there are some good kids there. There are, and there's some that want to learn. But you have to motivate children. And, I mean, that's a whole other story. I could go on for hours about that. But, I mean, if you think about it, we've got, we've got you know, erasing history. What's that all about? Why are, we, why are we trying to erase history? history? History exists for a reason, so that you can learn from it. Yeah, and then we've got woke math. I mean, you can get the wrong answer and still get the pass. I, I, in California, I don't even think they're going to have any grades anymore. You can't have F. You know, you, you just don't. It, it's, it's ridiculous. This woke culture is going to destroy an entire society. An entire generation is going to be gone. Because I don't know about you, but I don't want another Chernobyl. I don't want, I don't want a kid who got a D- minus on his math uh, and geometry classes to be building the planes of the future. Do you? Because you will end up with another Chernobyl with that kind of thing. And it, it, I mean, Yale, uh, Harvard. They're, they're not even talking, they're talking now about not even having grades. Uh, and it all goes back to, to you know, uh, elementary school. I mean, right now, what do we have? Well, think about it. We've got common core math, which if you've ever tried to do that and you're over the age of 30, it's impossible. It's the dumbest thing I, I believe has ever been instituted by the educational system in the United States, common core. 
It's, it's ridiculous. It makes no sense to anyone. There are a few kids whose minds work that way, but you can't train a kid to think like that. I don't think you can. Uh, teachers would argue with me. I, I don't think you can. And if you do, you're going to have people who can't make change, okay? Because it'll, it'll take them 30 minutes to figure out someone buys something and I owe them 73 cents. They're gonna, it's going to take them all day to figure it. You can't have that. It's got to be instantaneous. That's what part of math is. It's memorization. But anyway, we don't, we don't have recess anymore. No social interaction. You know, we, we've got, we've got, we eat lunch outside in the cold because we've, uh, the COVID rules, right? We've dumbed down the curriculum terribly. I mean, it's dumbed down so bad that a friend of mine told me, and, and the social skills of these kids anymore, especially with the remote learning, oh my God. Yeah, a whole generation's been lost, an entire generation, because a friend of mine told me a story. He, he works with a girl. She's probably in her 20s, early 20s. And she was saying something about she needed to go to the doctor. And he just said to her, well, you know, call, make an appointment. And the girl literally said, I don't know how to do that. Don't know how to do that. Think about that. She doesn't know how to make a doctor's appointment, and she's in her 20s. Now, who failed that? Who failed on that? Who do you think it was? You think it was the parents? Probably partially. I don't know who I should slap first. Her teachers or her parents? That's ridiculous. You should be able to know how to do that. We're, we're forcing everyone to do things online anymore. There's no face-to-face anything. We've become a social uh, network society where we can go on Twitter and we can say anything we want to anyone. We can type it. We, we, we yell at them with our, our keyboard. And believe me, the things that they say on social media anymore, they would never say it in person. Never. Never. Most of these people are so shy, they won't even speak to you. They won't look you in the eye. They look down constantly. Notice it next time you're out, looking at these kids. It's unbelievable. And now what we've got is a bunch of pissed off parents. That's what we've got. Yeah, it, it, and I don't blame them. I don't blame them. Because if you, if you allow the educational system in the United States to teach your children exclusively, you're going to end up with morons. You really are. A lot of it has to be taught at home. Not, not, not the book learning, but dealing with society. You know, the, the school is incapable of doing that anymore. I learned that immediately when, when we went through the COVID uh, issue, well, what, two years ago now. I mean, they just automatically wanted to go online. And that is, that is, you have to have that social interaction. You have to have, be able to look in someone's eyes, see what their body language shows. Yeah, all of that. That's all going to be lost on these kids. Uh, wearing masks. Most of these children, I mean, well, think about a kid that's four years old right now. He spent two and a half years looking at people who are masked, especially in, especially in the blue states. Imagine that. You have no idea how to react to someone. Their facial recognition. Uh, uh, body language, their, their facial expressions, you, you, it's completely lost. You think you got screwed up kids now out on the street, wait about 10 or 15 years, see what happens. You're going to have massive shootings. You're going to have violence everywhere. These kids are going to be depressed. There's going to be huge amounts of uh, drug uh, uh, use, alcoholism. It's going to be terrible. These kids are not going to know how to react and how to handle the world. They're just not because we screwed them over. The federal government screwed these kids over. It's that simple. And, and I don't know how you get back from that. 
hopefully, hopefully some of it will wear off if we ever do away with the man. I mean, I'm in the Midwest. I'm in a red state. The, we've just basically dismissed it. I was in a, uh, an, an event over the weekend at a high school. Uh, it was a band concert. Not a single soul wearing a mask there. Maybe one kid was, but he was playing the flute, so it's pretty hard to wear a mask when you're, wear, when you're uh, wear, uh, uh, wearing a mask. But uh, I'm sure he was told by his mom and dad to do that. So there are, there are a few, but I mean, for the most part, it was basically just, it was business as usual. So I was glad to see that. I really was. Uh, let's see. Getting back to uh, the uh, Democrats. They're promoting violence and alcoholism over a weekend is just not a good way to do it. And again, I'm t- she, we're taking her out of context. I understand that. But at the end of the day, she, this is, these people are hypocrites, okay? They've, they've, over the last, well, 10 years, they, they've turned into the biggest hypocrites on the planet. I mean, think about it. Think about what's going on in the blue states, okay? The, Obama's birthday party, no masks. Newsom, out in California, gets caught at a $500 a plate uh, restaurant wearing no masks inside after he just told everybody they had to wear masks. Pelosi did the same thing, you know, getting her hair done. And countless times I've seen her out on the streets with no mask. Yet she'll stand up there and tell you that everyone needs to wear one. Everyone needs to get vaccinated. I find I would be surprised if half these people are even vaccinated. I really would. I really would. I, I, I've seen videos of uh, movie stars, uh, pop culture, getting vaccinated. And I've noticed and I've seen people point it out. That when, when the nurse is actually there injecting them, they're laughing and carrying on and talking about how wonderful it is and all that. And you'll see the syringe move like there's no needle in it. So I, I don't know. I would be surprised if they were all vaccinated. They can say they are because they can get away with it. Because they can go to anything they want because no one cares. You know, because we're all on the same team here. We're all the Democrats. We're all a bunch of self-righteous, uh, uh, entitled people. That's what we are. Lightfoot in, in Chicago, she got caught getting her hair done when she told everybody else to stay home. And now all of a sudden, there's this huge, this huge swell of, uh, of you know, support for the, the GOP. And they, and they act like they don't know where it came from. They don't understand it. They literally have to go to the mainstream media to get them to put a positive spin on Joe Biden's economy. That's pretty bad when you got to go to the mainstream media and you got to ask them politely if they would give us a good story that we're we're in a lot we're in a lot of trouble here and we're right on the verge of war by the way i don't know if you've been watching this but uh uh i believe we're gonna someone's going you know russia's going to invade ukraine at least parts of it at some point and taiwan's being tested as well so we'll get into that here in just a second but uh uh i guess that's all i got to say about that i i just think that the uh, peppermint patty and that group—they're a bunch of elitists. They've got—they've got a lot of money, and they think that you and I are scumbags. That's basically what it boils down to. And if you're still a Democrat and you don't make millions of dollars, you are definitely on the wrong team right now. Definitely on the wrong team, and you need to rethink this whole thing. And again, like I said yesterday on my or Friday on my uh, my show, there's nothing wrong with admitting you're wrong, because believe me, you are. And at some point. In the future, you will admit that. So now uh, we're going to go on to the news of the day. And again, I do these news 
stories because it's it, it may or may not be things you know about. And uh, I just like to go over them because it kind of gives me an idea of what's going on in the world on a given day. So I usually do 10 of them a day. And you may have heard of some, some you may have not. And you may have not heard the, the, uh, the take that I have on it. But uh, uh, number one, uh, Taiwan intercepts a massive swarm of Chinese military planes. Now, this, this is not good. This is not good. This is uh, basically the Chinese testing Biden because they feel he's weak. And I tell you what, in my, in my humble opinion, I think that the Democrats were at least right to some degree, they should not have Biden out doing press conferences. Because every time he does a press conference, he makes us all, it's dangerous for him to do a press conference. It truly is. He should stop that. Because every time he speaks, it just reaffirms that he is a weak president, that he has no power, and he's lost. So I would suggest we just do away with those for the next three years. No press conferences at all. Don't ask him any questions, because if you do, you will show the enemy that your guy is a weakling, okay? Uh, let's see. Here's number two. Biden's support amongst blacks has dropped 30 points. Now, if uh, Democrats' support drops 30 points in the black community, you're going to lose, and you're going to lose big time, all right? So that gives you some indication of what's going to go on in November. Now, this is, of course... Assuming that the economy doesn't come roaring back in the next six months. You know, I don't think that's going to happen. Uh, there's no way it could. So that's probably wishful thinking. So I think, I think the Democrats are doomed. I really do. Uh, now, here's the number three. This is the, this is the one that really got me today. Uh, I read this and I couldn't believe it. Uh, the, the story was Biden's weighing deploying U.S. troops to the Eastern Europe into Ukraine uh, between 1,000 and 5,000 troops. Now, just on, now this is how stupid this guy is. In December 8th of 2021, which is less, just a little over a month ago, he said, and I quote, no U.S. troops will be deployed to Ukraine in the event of a Russian invasion. That's what the man said. So within a month, he's lied, okay? He shouldn't even be weighing this as a possibility. This should be a, you know, a, a strong no, okay? But because he's used by some of the most horrible people in the country, and that's number four. Yeah, he's criminally incompetent. I, that's, that's a word that you could use to describe this guy. Criminally incompetent. Yeah. And he's a liar. There's no doubt about that. And he's as corrupt as they come. So, again, he's probably one of the worst presidents. He is the worst president we'll ever have. In my lifetime, I do believe that. Uh, so he's, he's already lied about this because it says right here, uh, his quote is, no U.S. troops will be used, will be deployed to Ukraine in the event of Russian invasion. So now we're kicking it around. And maybe we're going to send 1,000 and 5,000. No big deal. Those are smelly Walmart people's kids. Who needs those? We don't worry about that. Yeah, cannon fodder, I believe, is the word they use. Uh, now, just to give you an idea of the, why we're going to be going to war, is because the advisors that Joe Biden has, okay, these are people who used to work in the Clinton administration. They worked for Obama, and they are what you would call chicken hawks for the most part. Now, Lloyd, Lloyd Austin is not. He's that big, fat tub of lard that's the Secretary of Defense. Guy weighs like 400 pounds. You've seen him, black guy. Yeah, I mean, he may have actually put in some time on the battlefield. I don't know. I don't know his history. 
but at least he's in the military. And that's more than I can say for the rest of these idiots. Okay. Uh, Jake Sullivan, complete sen- he's a complete lefty. He, he worked for, on the Clinton campaign. He is, he's out there. He, he is terrible. Blinken, Secretary of State, unbelievable dingbat. And, I mean, loves war. And don't even get me started on loving war when you get to Samantha Powers. That woman there is evil. And she's his, she, what is she? She's an intelligence, oh shoot, development of intelligence, something like that. And foreign affairs, some, some nonsense. But what it is, is basically she's going, she's, she's poking him going, Joe, you need to, we need to invade. We need to invade. Yeah. Uh, Raytheon, Boeing, uh, Halliburton, they all need that money. They all need that money. So we need to invade. Yeah. And what are we going to do? We're going to try and get people out of there. We're telling people to leave right now. So what do you think is going to happen? And then Susan Rice. Susan Rice is another advisor. Yeah. Just, and when you say Susan Rice, that, it, that, that goes hand in hand with Benghazi. That total debacle under the Clinton uh, you know, administration, basically. You know, Hillary Clinton. I mean, Susan Rice came out the next day doing, after Benghazi happened on 9-11, when uh, they attacked the, uh, the embassy in, uh, in Benghazi and killed that, killed that ambassador. And I think two, three other people. It was it was a damn debacle, and she blamed it on a, a movie that that they'd uh, had been made that got the uh, Muslims all up and riled up. No, it wasn't. No, it wasn't. And that's that right there is a, a great story that I'll tell at some other time about Benghazi. There's more to that than you think. That all had to do with Libya and moving arms from uh, 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 Libya to Syria. It, it's it's it gets complicated, but. The ambassador wouldn't go along with it, and they had him killed, basically. Yeah, they just, let, they just let him go in there and kill him. So, Susan Rice, Samantha Powers, Blinken, and Jake Sullivan, four of the most incompetent people, as far as I'm concerned. They may be smart, but uh, they've, they've got the wrong interest. They don't have you and my interests at heart. Believe me, they don't. They're, they're there to make money and to push the war machine forward. That's what they're all about. So... I would say in the next, I don't know, probably be before the midterms because my guess is uh, Mr. Biden is being advised to come up with a distraction. That's what this is going to be. Take people's minds off the economy. Start pushing the, you know, the uh, patriotic angle like they did after 9-11 and the invasion of Iran and Afghanistan. Remember Freedom Fries and all that nonsense? That's what we're talking about here. That's what they'll do. They'll, they'll come out and make it because see the the, the uh, COVID is going away, so there's going to be more focus on the economy and the border and you know pricing the you know all that all that it'll have more focus now. You get into a war, mainstream media will cover that twenty four seven, and you won't have any people talking about the economy or the price of gas or you know, how many people have come across the southern border. And that's what you want as a failing president. You want someone looking in the other direction. Uh, I think European, this is number five, European countries are starting to roll back the COVID restrictions. You've got England, Ireland, France. They're all starting to say, yeah, enough is enough. We're going to do away with some of this stuff. So I look for that to start uh, going around the world. I really do. I, I, people are tired of this. They really are. The average citizen is just sick of it. Hopefully that, that'll happen everywhere but in California. And then they can just stay the way they want to with their masks on and, you know, 
destroying their population. That's fine. That's fine. Uh, let's see. Oh, yes, the vax mandate at the border. This is the northern border between Canada and the United States. It's going to affect over 12,000 drivers. Now, what that means for you and me, you're going to see shortages. You really will. There are shortages already in the United States, and there's going to be more of them because they're not allowing these trucks to come over. These There's not enough drivers who have gotten the vaccine to qualify to come across the border, either direction, okay? So what you're going to have is you're going to have load setting. It, instead of there being a quagmire off the uh, port of uh, California, you know, Los Angeles port, you're going to have trailers sitting on either side of the border, on the Canadian border, that are waiting to cross, okay? There's 12,000 drivers, and these guys work every day. So it's 12,000 loads coming and going that will not be going across. That's bad. For, for the United States as a whole, you and me as a consumer, and just the country in general, you can't do that. The economy will suffer. It will. Uh, number seven, California's Newsom, Mr. the Governor, Mr. Mr. Genius, he says he's deeply confused about California being a disaster. He's clueless. Doesn't understand it. Called it a third world the other day. Third world. Now, this is a limo dem, okay? This is who this is. He's got money. He's got power. He's got influence. He doesn't see a problem with this until you bring him down. And then it went, and then it went, it went basically viral. Everyone in America was talking about it over the weekend, and I hope they continue to talk about it this week. He actually apologized. Now, this is for the, the train robberies uh, at uh, the uh, Union Pacific uh, station down there where it's just littered. I don't know if you've seen the pictures of it, but the tracks are literally littered with boxes. Uh, what people are doing is they're jumping on the, on the trains and opening container ships or containers, uh, tractor trailers, you know, the trailers, and they're stealing stuff out of it. And then they're getting what they want, throwing the boxes out, and it's just littered down there. So he can't figure that out. He can't figure out why that's happening. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe it has something to do with the fact that if you get arrested, Anything you do short of uh, murder in, the United, in, in, in California is considered a misdemeanor. You pay a fine, you leave, or you may even get charged because there's no ramifications. There's no, you pay nothing for this. There's nothing at risk, okay? And he even went so far as to uh, apologize to the, uh, to the gangs of uh, California for calling this gang warf- or gang-related, uh, uh, okay? He, he had to change it. He said organized groups. He wanted to make sure he was... He was uh, uh, politically correct on that. And that's how bad things have gotten in California. Uh, let's see, number eight. Oh, this was a good one. CNN Stelzer, you know, that idiot, potato, Mr. Potato Head, the guy that looks like uh, George Costanza. He visited a school in New York to tell kids how to spot misinformation. He gave a little class on that. What a, why they would allow that guy in an in a institution of learning is beyond me. That guy is the biggest POS of their... He should be fired. He's a joke. He's a, he's a George Costanza joke is what he is. So I don't know what they were thinking, but that's New York for you. you know. uh, let's see, number nine, vaccine and vaccine passports. Uh, and asking someone about a vaccine status is becoming a kind of citizenship test, right? Don't you feel that way? Or a morality test? How many, how many, how many people have you had ask you if you've been vaccinated? I've had several. Now, how many people have I ever had ask me how much money I make a year? Very few. How many people have asked you if you've ever had an STD? 
I've never had anyone ask me that. Okay? Now, right away, you see my point here. We've become, this has become commonplace, asking people, inquiring about their vaccine uh, status, which I think is ridiculous. It's rude, for one thing. It's none of your damn business what it is. Okay? And don't give me that crap that, you know, you, you could, you know, you're being, uh, your safety's involved. I don't want to hear that. Because if you get, if there's three people in a room and two of them been vaccinated and one hasn't, what are the other two worried about? If you've been vaccinated against this thing, why do you care if the third one has it? It makes no sense. Uh, let's see, number 10, and this will be the final one, carjacking, soaring, sometimes up to 500% in some of these cities. Carjacking. Now, myself, I don't have a problem. I don't have a problem with carjacking because I don't drive a brand new car. So who's this going to affect? It's going to affect the elite liberals because they're the ones with the, with the high-dollar cars, the Mercedes, the BMWs. Yes, they're the ones that are going to suffer. And you may see something done about this because it's in Chicago, New York, Philadelphia, New Orleans. And it's disturbing spikes in crime. It really is. And I think once it starts affecting the elite, the limo dems, the limo liberals, I think maybe something will finally get done. But that's all I got today. And it's Monday, so it was a big day. We had a, you know, the weekend had a lot going on. And we will talk again tomorrow. And I am currently in the process of getting an intro and an outro uh, recorded for my podcast. So over the next few days, you'll hear something new when you, when you fire this thing up. And I hope you like it. So we'll talk again tomorrow. Yeah, have a good day.